You are listening to How Does She Do It? Episode 135. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, or 135th time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. You can connect with me on social media. I am at Tiff South. That's Tiff with two F's on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow the show's account at how does underscore she do it. If you want to share this with other people, post it in your social media and let other folks know that you are listening to the show. Tag at Tiff South or tag the show's account at how does underscore she do it. Share it to your Instagram stories and I will repost your story. And now let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections. And this week, I am recommending being real and being real clear about what we believe. If you are listening to this episode in April of 2020, then you are very much aware of the unprecedented season that the world is in at this time. We're dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic that has claimed the lives of so many people across the world and has changed the way that we literally live our lives every single day in terms of social distancing, which I am trying to remind myself it's not social distancing, it is physical distancing, where, you know, many of us, if in in certain industries or certain companies are working from home where we are seeing a shift in the hospitality industry, the restaurant industry, in services, in the way that people are identified as essential businesses, non-essential businesses, government regulations, when you can go out, where you can go, how you need to behave when you go there, all types of things. And it is a lot right? It is a lot to deal with. And yet I have found myself in this season extraordinarily grateful for the relationship that I have with Christ. I have had my moments where I am really tired of being in my apartment by myself. I've had my moments where I have desired a hug, right? I live alone and do not have anybody can come. No one can come visit me, right? So I want a hug. I don't have any pets. My plants look really great and I'm kind of getting tired of looking at them, but they're still alive and, and kicking and doing well. But I have had moments of, of fear, of worry, of anxiety. But when I remember that the God of the universe and his son, Jesus Christ, are the rulers, the source of my strength, the source of my peace that surpasses all understanding, joy that the world did not give and therefore the world cannot take away. When I remember truths that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning, when I remember that 
Paul talked about the importance of being learning to be content in all things, when we are called to count it all joy, when we fall into various trials because the testing of our faith produces perseverance and perseverance, patience and patience, hope, right? All of these things where, where we are given guidance in scripture on how to approach seasons like this, when we are told that being anxious does not add any measure to our life, that if the birds eat and if the grass still grows, does not our father care more about those things? When we are told not to be anxious about anything, but in all things through prayer and supplication, make your requests known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will be made available to us, right? There are so many things. We think about the life of David and how David spent so much of his life experiencing all of the emotions, the turmoil, literal people chasing him, trying to kill him, running a kingdom, doing shady things, and yet still being able to cling to his father. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff do comfort me. All of these things are now coming to, to mind for me. And I just quoted some of the, like, these are you know, a lot of the the table the table talk scriptures, right? These are things that are often quoted. They're posted up places. Those are some of the first sets of verses that I've memorized and tucked away in my heart such that I am able to navigate this season, not saying that I don't get scared, not saying that I don't worry, not saying that I do not think about the industry that I work in and, and its viability and what my role could be in a couple months and how things are having to evolve. Yet... I, at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, in the middle of the day, I wrap my my heart around the truths of scripture. I wrap my heart around what I know are the promises that come through Christ that are alive and available to me by virtue of being a part of, of God's kingdom. And I think it is just a it is just such an awesome, awesome thing to be able to be to be mindful of and, and at the same time, still be honest about where we are as people, right? To still be okay with expressing the very real things that we are dealing with and recognizing that that does not diminish your faith. It does not make you weak. It does not mean that you are less capable of dealing with this, but you are a human. You are a p person in this time that is unprecedented and it is okay to both balance and express your emotions, but also come back to what grounds us and that is our faith in Christ. And that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. Although the topic of this episode is about work-life integration while working from home, I want to take a moment to acknowledge the many people who are not able to do so, either because they have been, they have to evolve and adjust the way that they worked because their company has furloughed them, has laid them off, uh, for the people who are still leaving their home every day to go to work, to do a number of things across industries, to the first responders, to the healthcare professionals who are interacting with patients who are trying to save the lives of people who are working to, people who are researching, trying to get a cure and a vaccine for this thing. There are so many of us who still have to 
who leave our homes every day. So I do not record this episode forgetting that not everyone is is working from home. That said, a lot of us are dealing with a new reality in terms of having to do our full-time nine to five jobs from our homes. Some people have always been 100% work from home and working remotely or have been able to do a combination of both with their job. A lot of us, this is the beginning of the fourth week, sometimes fifth, sixth week, where we are now working from home and it creates a new set of challenges in terms of how, at least it has for me, in terms of how we think about our workday, how we think about our routine. And this has been an adjustment for me. As I mentioned earlier, I live at home. I am a, I live at home. Obviously I live at home. I live alone. Um, and I am also a very extroverted person. I love being around my coworkers. There was one coworker where I would walk to her desk and multiple times a day just to say hi or do some silly dance to distract her or startle her a little bit or bring her something that I was thinking about. And I would just pop into my supervisor's office or I would just walk down the hall and say hello to people, go down to get coffee. And I enjoyed that interaction. And it has definitely been been an adjustment for me in that. And I say that recognizing the privilege that I had in being able to do those things. So I hope in, as I move through this, this conversation, I also hope to, that we all recognize that the, there is privilege in having the option to work from home. That said, it is also okay to be frustrated or have feelings and emotions that come from or are related to some of the privilege that we have. So for people who are at home with their spouses or significant others, there is a benefit to being able to be in a in a, you know, in a place with someone who you love and who you care about. And it is okay that there are challenges that come with that. It is okay to both love your children and be frustrated that you may not be able to do the kinds of things you would want to do with them because now you're all working from home or that you're tired in a different way because you have to help them with school in a way that you hadn't, right? I I just want to recognize that there is room for everyone here. There is room for all of our stories. There is room for all of our challenges. There's room for all of our opportunities. There is room for us here. And so in having this conversation, I hope that there are things that if you are not someone who is working full-time from home, um, that you can still take from it. But I wanted to talk about what it means or what are some things that we can do to achieve a sense of of peace, separation, integration as, you know, your bedroom may become your office. What used to be the place where you spent time to relax is now where you sit and do eight hours of work, right? What that, and recognizing that that does something to you, right? There, there are adjustments that you have to make. There are mental, new mental kind of leaps that you have to make in order to, to be productive in a new way. So I'm just going to share four tips that I, that I think could be helpful to you in this season. The first tip is that you should slow down. And again, many of us have maybe have been at this for several weeks now, but still at the start of your day, in the middle of your day, slow down, take time to assess your thoughts and your feelings. Take time to think about the resources that are available to you the opportunities that are available to you, the barriers that exist in in you being able to do some of the things that you're doing. 
Also pay attention to your body, how you feel in your body, your energy and your mood, and be able to visualize what you want your ideal days to look like in this season. So in thinking about paying attention and assessing your thoughts and knowing what is available to you or where barriers might be, it's important to know that you might need something to do your job well and you don't have access to it. It's important to think about, is there a way for me to ask for this thing that I need? Uh, For example, I have to print things and it's like, okay, I need printer paper. I need post-its, right? I had done the first week with, uh, of working from home and I didn't have my post-it situation right. And I was, I was frustrated because I would reach for a post-it and I was like, oh, I don't have my stuff here. Right. And it's important to, it's okay to recognize that you need these little things to help you do well. Do you want to, uh, you know, sit in a certain position facing the window or with your back to the window, right? Assess how you're feeling in your body when you're like now sitting down in a chair that's not a desk chair that might not be ergonomic. Is your back hurting, right? Do you feel your energy shift as you've been sitting in your chair all day? Do you need to get up? Slow down and make room to think through these things. And I I thought about the visualization piece because it's easy, at least I have felt, to roll from, you know, from not at work to at work, right? Where, you know, one thing that I've been very good at doing, I'm very proud of myself, is I have not gotten to any point in the middle of my day where I go sit on my couch and want to relax because I have decided, and I'm going to get to this point a little bit later, that my couch is for relaxing only. I will not bring work to my couch because I want that to be a space where work did not did not bleed into, right? But it's important to visualize how you want to see your day going and does that mean you move from different places in your house, in your in your home to do work that you, you know, at by 10 o'clock you're going here, you're sitting in this new chair, you're going over there. Maybe that's the way that you want to do it, but it's helpful to see what an ideal day looks like in advance of having that ideal day now so that you are able to to try and recreate that in your reality as opposed to just rolling from you know from sunday to from weekend into into monday without any real separation or recreation of a new of a new uh habit or pattern or just experience from work to to personal The next thing that you want to do to help achieve better integration in this season is to prioritize and communicate. Think about what matters to you, not just in this season, but what always matters to you. Where does your faith fall into that? Where does your family fall in? Your health and your wellness, your career, your finances, right? Your ability to be able to go outside or to to move around. Like what matters to you? Your career goals. And thinking about that and being intentional about that in a time where a lot of our priorities can easily be dictated to us, particularly if you're watching the news, right? We can be thrust into this I have to be worried about the sky falling mentality, or you can still think about what's important to you on a regular basis and make sure that those things are still very present and important. For me, working out in the morning is always important to me. Just because I am working from home and my schedule has shifted, I am not going to allow that to be taken out of my routine in favor of starting my workday earlier just because I have the ability to, for example, right? 
So think about what's important to you and make sure that 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 stays important to you in this season. And you have to communicate your needs, right? You have to be able to communicate your needs to your family if that is something that's going to be important to the way that you're moving around during your workday. You have to be able to communicate your needs to your team members and your coworkers and also your support networks. Maybe you need to be reached out to more often by your friends. Maybe you need more FaceTime than you usually do uh, in, in other seasons. Maybe you need to talk to people more regularly. It's okay to tell people that. Maybe you have to say, okay, I know my my uh, I need to be able to participate in my child's art activity at this time of the day and I'm going to be offline or this is the time that I'm going to take a walk and I may not be available to uh to to be on a call from this from 10 to 10:30 or whatever the case may be it's okay to communicate what you need it's okay to communicate but you have to know what you need before you can communicate it to other people of course keeping in mind whatever traditional you know team and cultural uh company culture things that might exist it's okay to to follow to follow that but also recognize things are different now right we are all relating to each other in a very different way than we have in weeks past and people i think are a little bit more compassionate i think people are differently engaged with each other we're being more thoughtful about what might be going on holistically in people's lives and so there's now more room for you to ask for things that matter to you or that you need in a different way. And don't be afraid to take advantage of that. The third thing that you can do to achieve better integration in this season is create routines or create some new routines, right? Uh, talking, going back to kind of what I talked about earlier, assess what your regular routine used to be. I just had a conversation with my friend, uh, Rich, who is the host of Paychecks and Balances. And he talked about how, what he realized that he needed to do was get dressed. Like he wears, you know, he puts his jeans on, he puts his shirt on, he walks, he leaves his home and walks around his complex and then comes back into his apartment to start his workday because that mimics the routine that he had when he was going to the office. And he said, since doing that, he didn't think it was going to help, but it shifted the way he starts his workday. So maybe that's something that you could do. And I'm actually going to try that myself this week and figure out how that best, how that might best work out for me within my schedule. But so, you know, assess your regular routine, rebuild and adjust as needed, and also be mindful of protecting your time. I kind of talked about that a little bit before. Think about scheduling breaks. Start and, um, and you know, set start and stop times. One of the things that's been really helpful for me is at the end of my workday, one of the, the treats, if you will, of me ending my workday is going for a walk for between, you know, anywhere for 30 minutes to an hour. And that helps me keep a stop time. That helps me realize, okay, I've gone now a half an hour, half an hour over my regular desired end of workday time, which is now cutting into my evening walk. And that has been helpful to me to be able to be very aware of, I need to get this thing done quickly and well. And I am really excited about getting this time to debrief and just relax and end my workday so that I can now transition into my relaxing evening. So maybe it will be helpful to figure out what that hard stop time might be. And then adding, not just, oh, I'm ending my workday at 
six o'clock, but I'm also going to do X when I do that. And that it helps you move from, from one thing into the next activity to kind of usher in that, that new, uh, that new kind of second part of your day, if you will. The fourth thing we can do to achieve better integration while we work from home is to stay grateful. And I'll actually add, stay present and stay grateful. It is so important to recognize the power of your perspective. And in remembering the power of your perspective, also recognizing that two things can be true at the same time. So for example, you can also, you can be very grateful that you still have a, that you're still employed and you're still working. You can also be frustrated by your job. And you don't have to feel bad for being frustrated that you have a job just because you should be so grateful that you have a job. If you're frustrated, it doesn't mean that you are not also grateful. Two things can be true at the same time. And I think we live in a time and in a world where it, everything is, there are some things now to be, let's be clear, that are absolute truths. And, but when it comes to our feelings, when it comes to our emotions, we can have multiple feelings about the same thing and, or have different perspectives, but being grateful and being present can help keep the things that are frustrating in perspective. It doesn't minimize them. It doesn't make them not important. It doesn't make them not real, but it helps you move forward and, and not get bogged down by what is, what is actually negative. It balances things out. And also, and I guess the, this is kind of like a fifth thing, um, be kind to yourself in this season. One thing that I have found is that my body has been needing sleep and I have been letting, I've been letting myself sleep. I talk, you know, in previous episodes, if this is your first time listening, I'm someone who used to wake up around 4, 15, 4, 30 in the morning. And I have been resting and sleeping much, much later than that. And it feels great. And what it demonstrates to me is that while I am capable of waking up very early in the morning, my body has been needing to sleep more and I finally have an opportunity to do that. So think about whatever is going on in your own body, whatever is going on in your life that might speak to you shifting something or continue to shift something that has that you have been able to do for a really long time that doesn't need to be done in that same way in this season and make room for that and give yourself grace be kind to yourself this is a really really complicated time that we are living in this is a really really complicated season yet there are truths about who we are in Christ there are truths about the the access to the peace and the joy that we have available to us as believers and there are truths about what we are still able to take and gain from this season that we're in, even while there are very real struggles and challenges here. And so I hope that this was helpful to you, even if you are still one of the people who are are helping just do so many things and serve our world and serve our your communities and your families by having to go and work and potentially expose yourself to people who might have uh, the the virus and and still be able to. Um, to, to be who you are and to find joy and, and peace in this season. I hope, I pray for, for you all. I pray for those of us who are in, uh, challenging economic situations right now. Finances are, are different. Finances, uh, might be money might be funny right now, but this is a temporary season 
you, if you think about the life that you have led to this point, this is not the first difficult season that you have faced. It might be new in a lot of different ways, but you have been through trials before, you have been through challenges before, and to the extent that I can be a resource for you, please feel free to reach out to me, send me a DM, I am at Tiff South, Tiff with two Fs on Instagram, and I would love to connect with you. Please feel free to share this episode with others, and I really, really appreciate you for for continuing to listen to the podcast and for being part of my community. Be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.